All right. Well, welcome back, those of you that uh, are viewing with us online. We're happy to have you, and we're excited about what God is doing here. Well, one of the things that I did not mention before uh, the announcements is uh, this is exciting. We are uh, creating an evangelism team. Hallelujah. Yes, we're excited about that. And so we want to invite you, those of you that have it on your heart and you are really, um, and, and please don't, because sometimes people feel like, oh, that's not my thing, or you might feel bad about, I mean, it's, it's all of our thing to win, win souls, right? And then there's another thing about uh, being passionate about going after it and, and creating a team. And so we're excited. Um, we, we have uh, an amazing um, team that's being created. And so we're excited about it. And so if you are interested in being a part of the evangelism team, um, if you're here locally, you can go back to the um, Connect desk, and they can give you all the information you need. And if you're online, go to our Summit app and go to uh, the form that says sign up, and you can put in the, the information we need, and we'll reach out to you about being a part of the team because it's about lives. Amen? It is about life. And, and so we know um, God has placed um, one of Summit members, Jeff Thomas, on his heart to to really reach out and um, be a part and lead that. And so we're excited. And so we are looking forward to this team growing and expanding. And so we're also excited about his, um, I won't say sidekick, but his uh, heart, Molly <laughs> Vinar. And so we'll also be um, uh, associating, or not associating, but teaming up. They're teaming up together. And so we want this evangelism team to be uh, explosive, we want it to be strong, and we want you to be a part if that's in your heart. Amen? Amen. Amen. So, that being said, um, so, guys, like, this is an exci exciting Sunday if you are a, a, a football uh, lover and all that, and you've been following, you know, football and all that, because this is a Super Bowl Sunday, and so, gosh, I, I didn't have the right Super Bowl gear, so I just kind of came neutral and came black. I didn't have on, you know, my so I can go in between, but, you know, I am pulling for a certain team. I won't say, but it's okay. Uh, but, yeah, so this is a super Sunday for all of us to, to just be super excited. We don't have to wait until a big uh, uh, sports event happening. We just claim every day is a super day for us as believers. Amen? Amen. Amen. So uh, in it, it, the song that um, the praise team ended with, you know, that there's a winner uh, in me, I believe, and I know this is the fact, that every football player is showing up today on the Kansas Cities and the Tampa Buccaneers that they are believing that there's a winner in them. They, are show they, better, they better be showing up with that attitude. They better show up. In fact, I'm sure they got there because that's what they were believing every time they got on the field, not just for Super Bowl day, but every single time. And that's the attitude we have to have as believers, that we are winners every single day. Amen. Not how we feel, because I'm sure that they showed up with injuries and, and, and things that were not feeling right in their bodies, but they showed up with the attitude that they are a winner, and winners show up. Winners come to play, right? And that's who we are in Christ Jesus. We are winners. We show up to play even when we don't feel like it. Even when something is saying you're not worthy, even when something is saying in our head that you're not good enough and you messed up, we show up. Because what happens when we show up, then 
things change, you know? And when you show up, you're saying, that's not who I am. I'm a game player. I'm a winner. And that's why it's important to understand who you are. And so last week, I touched a little on that when um, we were doing um, online, and I didn't really get to get into the meat of it, and I just feel like I had more to say about it. And so that's what I want to share with you today, and I want to present the question, who are you? And I want you to ask yourself that, who are you? That can get clouded sometimes. We, we, can, we can forget who we are. We can look in the mirror and walk away and forget. We can look in the word of God and forget who we really are. And so I just want to um, encourage you, encourage me in that. Like, don't forget when you walk away from that mirror who you are. Even though it doesn't feel like you're that person that, the word of God says you are, or that person you saw in the mirror, you walked away and totally forgot. That doesn't mean that that's not who you are anymore. That just means you need to make some adjustments in your thinking. And it's in our thinking is where the battle is. And if we can get that thought process and that thought life right and get it to line up with the word of God, no matter what is we're facing and what is facing us, we're reminded no, 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 I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am healed. I am blessed. I am favored. I am forgiven. Those things will show up even when in our minds is screaming that you're worthless, that you're not forgiven. You've messed up too much. Look at you. We denounce those thoughts. Amen? I remember um, in this uh, analogy or this uh, exercise that, uh, Creflo Dollar did, and it was really, really powerful. And I want, I want us to do it today, and I think I, I may have attempted to do it one time, but I don't know if I did it right. I want to do it again. So I want you to count in your head to 10, don't count out loud, and then when I tell you to, I want you to say your name, okay? So when I say begin, you're going to begin counting in your head. Now, did I say out loud or in your head? Yes, in your head. I just want to make sure you heard me, in your head. All right, in your head, you're going to count from 1 to 10. When I say, say your name, I want you to say your name out loud, okay? That's the only thing you're saying out loud. All right, ready? On the count of three, begin to count in your head. One, two, three. Say your name. What happened to the counting? It stopped. That's how it works. When the enemy bombards our head with negative thoughts, you cannot get rid of those thoughts by thinking in your head, I'm the righteousness of God. You cannot get rid of those thoughts by saying in your head, I can do this. I am who God says I am. What do you have to do? You have to say it out loud. You have to declare the word. You have to stop that nonsense. Stop it with the word of God. And you got to say the word out. You have to proclaim the word. The same way that we became believers, we declared it with our mouths. We set it out. And that's the same way we have to walk in this life. That's the same way we have to remind ourselves of who we are. Amen? Amen. So, I'm going to be kind of all over, but I'll come back. We'll take some trails, but I'll come back, okay? So, I want to take you over to um, James 1, 
verses 22 through 24. And this is in the message translation. So I'll read it here. It says, don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but. Letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. Those who hear and don't act are like those who glance in the mirror, walk away, and two minutes later have no idea who they are and what they look like. But whoever catches a glimpse of the revealed counsel of God, the free life, even out of the corner of his eye, and sticks with it, is no distracted scatterbrain, but a man or woman of action, that person will find delight and affirmation in the action. What does that say to you? So to me, it, what I hear when I read that is like, God is not asking us to be perfect. He's just asking us to keep our eyes on his word. And even if there's times that we're going through such difficult times, even if it's just a glimpse from the corner of your eye, if that's all you have, if that's all you can hang on to, keep that. Keep that and then act on it. Act on that little part. You may not know every verse in the scripture. Act on what you do know. Because what you're doing is acting in faith and trusting what you believe, and that is his word. And actually, that's the only way that we can win and that we can walk out what has been won is believe what he said. That's the only way that we're going to walk this out and, and, and get to the end of the line. That is believing what thus says the Lord, not our circumstances. And if we can see that the circumstances and acknowledge that they are real, how much more real is the word of God? Because his word is true and forever settled, and we believe that. And if we believe that, then it's settled. But the boat is rocky. But it's settled, you're going to the other side. But the boat has a little water in it. But it's settled, then we're going to the other side. Amen? So it is reminding ourselves of who we are. We are a child of the Most High God. We look in the mirror of the Word of God and keep that before us. I, I had an opportunity, uh, well, I won't say, not, well, yeah, okay, so I failed this opportunity. <laughs> and so and, um, this is kind, of a, it's, it's, it's kind of a personal little ism of mine. And so bear with me in my isms. So in my, I, I have a hair-ism. And what, I, I get a little touchy, a little emotional about hair. And I don't know if this is a woman's thing or it's just, hair is powerful. <laughs> and so I learned that I had some hair issues. And so I, I forgot what man or woman I was. I looked in the mirror and forgot what I saw, and then I thought I saw something else. And so, make a long story short, I had to get over myself. Yeah. And I had to be okay and grow into what I decided to do. Right? But I had to also understand that I am not my hair. Yes! <laughs> and then, listen to this. Now,
Now, I could be wrong, but this is what I remember of the story. I didn't take time to, to, to go in deep on this, but this is what I remember of Samson, right? So Samson had this beautiful hair, and that was his strength, right? And so when Samson was dabbling and doing all his little deal and got that hair cut off, right, then he, he as he thought, lost his strength. Remember, at the end of his life, right before, and they had him all tied up, his hair hadn't grown back. If it had, it wasn't back to where it was. And he asked God, let me, give me strength to pull this down. Now, the same strength was already there. He had to acknowledge and trust God who gave him the strength to do it, but he, he lost the ability by connecting himself to something natural. But his strength was on the inside. His ability to do what he needed to do was on the inside. His gift was on the inside. Our gifts is in us. We've been equipped to do everything we're called to do. Everything we need to do, God has already given it to us. It doesn't matter what we look like. The gift doesn't change. We just have to believe in the gift that's on the inside of us, and it'll shine out and create, create, cause us to be what we need to do and be. Amen? And so when I did get over myself, it took a minute. It took some tears. I, I'm just being honest, it did, but I shook it off because I know who I am. I know whose I am. The greater one lived on the inside of me. And then I realized, I knew this. I had this talk with myself before I went through this whole process. I did. I said, you're not stuck. You know you can wear a wig. You know you can put on a hat. You know, I mean, I had these conversations. I don't know. This probably is kind of like funny or strange to you guys, gentlemen, probably for sure. Women can relate, maybe. <laughs> yeah? Yeah? Then I had to have someone really close to me just say to me some stuff that shook me up. But it was so true. Yeah. Come on. That's not you. And then whatever you got, just rock whatever you do. Yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, and, and so it just reminded me of who I am. I am a child of the Most High God. So are you. So are you. What are you holding back on because you think you don't look right? The gift is on the inside of you. That gift is, it needs to come out. Nobody can do that but you. Who are you? And that's why when we go through the, this, this walk of life and the circumstances around us show up in a way, we have to remember, wait a minute, I respond to that differently than her or him who don't know Christ or the word. They may be believers, but they may not, may not know what the word of God says. And so we can't respond like others respond if it doesn't line up with the word. Again, remind yourself, who am I? Am I going to believe what the word of God says? Or I'm going to believe the circumstances or, or how I feel. Ah, oh, this is a huge one. 
our emotions. Our emotions can lie to us so much. They're important. God's given them to us, but we can't let them control us. We have to make sure that they're in line with the word. If our emotions are telling us to be depressed, does that line up with the word? But there are emotions. God says that the joy of the Lord is my strength. So I want to line up with that and not with my feelings. Because my feelings are temporary, subject to change. God's word can't change. Cannot. It cannot change. It is the same. If the joy of the Lord is my strength yesterday, it is the joy of the Lord today. I cannot be moved by how I woke up feeling. I have to apply the word every day. Every day I have to tell myself, looking in the mirror, you are who God says you are. You can do what God says you can do. You can have what God says you can have. You are a child of the most high God. You are favored. The angels are encamped about you. The blood of Jesus is around and on you, so go do what you need to do. The fear must go. So those things are true every single day. My emotions are up and down. I cannot trust them. We cannot trust them. Yes? So who are you? You are a child of the Most High God. You are victorious in all that you do. The greater one lives on the inside of you. <sighs> Glory. Hallelujah. So when you look in the mirror of the word of God, when you walk away from the word, because we don't walk, walk around our day with the Bible in our face. We don't do that. What we do is we put it in our hearts. And then when circumstances show up or circumstances face us, we tap into the word. We ask, so this could be a, a here, here, here is a play out. We wake up. We do whatever you do, whatever, however you spend your time with ministering to the Lord, being ministered to. Then you go about your day. You've read in the word of God who I am in Christ Jesus. The love of God is shed abroad in my heart, and you have that in you. And then you walk into this unforeseen circumstance. What do we do? Immediately, your response to that is important to how you're going to walk it out. If you respond, oh, my gosh, I didn't even know this was going to happen. Oh, my goodness, I wasn't even, what are you doing? Okay, Father, help me in this. What did your word say? <laughs> what am I going to do? And then, what, what, what just happened? You tapped into, you tapped into something that's going to stir you up. But when you did this and exploded, you tapped into your emotions, and it just went off more. But when you tapped into that wall of whatever that circumstances was, and you asked the father, what am I going to do? You just invited him into that situation. And he said, okay, you remember what you read this morning? Because you can take one scripture and go 20 miles on it. I was thinking, I, I said this last week how my grandma and my mom 
they would have like two or three uh, ingredients, beans, cornbread, turkey, or whatever, ham, chicken. That three things could be a meal for two weeks. Well, I wouldn't two, say two weeks would be spoiled, but at least a week. <laughs> you would have beans, cornbread, and chicken one day, then a bean, chicken, casserole the second day, and then a bean, chicken, bean, cornbread, casserole. I mean, it, they would make up something. Like, so we, and we got the word that is food to our spirit and medicine to all of our flesh. We can take them through scriptures and just live on them all day, all week, because you're going to get more and more revelation from it because we can't exhaust the word. We just can't exhaust the word. But see, the mindset starts, who am I? I am a child of the most high God today. And so don't think about tomorrow. Today, this is who I am, right? Because it's not going to change the next day either, but just stay, stay in the day. The enemy likes to get us down the road, away from where we need to be. Stay right here today. This is who I am today, and I'm showing up today as who I am. I'm a child of the Most High God. So this circumstance that I'm facing right now, Father, how can I handle it? What does your word say about it? And then respond. Say it out of your mouth. Just like we practice, you know, those, work, those numbers are going on in your head. The numbers of, one, you're not worthy. Number two, you're defeated. Number three, you're sick. Those are the numbers. The numbers, remember, we were counting? Say out loud. Stop those words. Stop those numbers. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Let it come out of your mouth. Who are you? That's who you are. A child of the most high God. Remind yourself, because self will try to forget. Self, no, you are a child of the Most High God. We are a spirit. We have a soul, which is our emotions and our intellect. And we live inside this physical body. So our spirit is perfect. It's awesome. Our emotions and our intellect, we have to renew it day by day. Because circumstances show up every single day. And some of them look different than others, but they're the same. You know why? Because they're from the enemy. He doesn't have anything new. He just shows in a different flavor. Okay, let's show it in chocolate today. They may not recognize me. <laughs> it is the devil. If, if it doesn't encourage you, if it doesn't build you up, if it doesn't inform you to greatness, then it is from the pit of hell. I don't care how he dresses up, what flavor he puts on it, what sprinkles, it is from the enemy. And don't bite it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But if you bite it, whoo, God's so awesome. By Jesus' stripes, you're healed. <laughs> you are forgiven. You are loved. You are accepted. You are a child of the most high God. And that's how God sees us. So that's why we have to see ourselves that way. Amen? Oh, boy. I, I, I had a couple of scriptures, but again, just like, you know, I knew, I, know, I knew that I could just stay on one and give you like five meals. So, <laughs> but there are a couple others I, I really wanted to get to. So, um, ooh, you guys didn't put a timer up for me. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to read this, uh, this verse out of 1 John and 5. 
And, and honestly, I, I know it fits with what I was talking about, but I, I've gotten so many other things since last week. So um, every good begotten person conquers the world's ways. The conquering power that brings the world to its knees is our faith. The person who wins out over the world's ways is simply the one who believes Jesus is the Son of God. And I love that verse because that's how we walk through our victory, is our faith. Our faith in what God said in his word. Like, we either truly believe it, like, just like we believed that if we sat in the chair, we didn't even think about it. I know I did it. I didn't think about if that chair was going to hold me, if it had the ability to fall. I just didn't think about that. I want to get to that place in my relationship with the Lord that I'm going to sit on this chair. I'm not going to even think about if it falls. If it's, I mean, it didn't even cross my mind. It didn't. And I want my relationship with the Lord to be that. To like, okay, God, I'm going to jump off this cliff. And all I see are rocks and water. Because you said in your word, you'll never leave me nor forsake me. And because of that, I'm jumping. I'm jumping because I believe in my heart that that's the direction you're sending me. I'm not going to look at the circumstances. I'm going to look at what I saw in your word and what you spoke in my heart. And because of that, I'm either going to fly or I'm going to die. But I'm going all in. Thank you. And it's trusting him. And I'm not telling you to go jump off a cliff. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, be all in. Be all in when it doesn't look or feel right. When it lines up with the word. When it lines up with the word. Not with your emotions, but when it lines up with the word. And that's the path that we stay on as we go down the journey. Doesn't mean it won't be bumps. Doesn't mean you, don't, you won't have to jump. It just means that you have what it takes. Like these two teams today, they show, they're showing up today believing they have what it takes. They're believing without a shadow of a doubt they're going home with that trophy. They, they have to believe like that. I wouldn't want anyone on my team that's coming with some doubt. Oh, it's Tom Brady, though. Gosh, you know. I mean, who, who gets a team that's not all that good and brings them to the Super Bowl? Who does that? Tom Brady. <laughs> you know what? But he hasn't met the next opponent at the Super Bowl. This time, this time of the year, this phase. So he can't come with that attitude. He has to come with the same attitude as his teammates. And so does the Kansas City Chiefs. Everybody's got to show up with a game face. Man, I used, to tell, I used to tell our son Albert when he was on the golf course, before he would go out to his match, our, our, our routine was, you know, he's ready to go. I'd say, Al. And he'd look at me. He knew what I was going to say. I was like, keep your game face. Keep your game face. And what that meant to him and what that meant to me is, you stay, stay tuned in to what you're doing. Stay focused. 
And then also admit, don't let the enemy see that you're hurting or that you're mad. And every single time, almost every single time, parents would come up to us because kids that were out there with them, they were throwing down their golf clubs when they were frustrated or they missed a putt or missed it. And Albert, even though he just missed a, a, a putt that he should have made or would give him the lead, he would go pick up that ball, put it in his pocket, walk off, put his club in his bag, and go to the next hole and say, let's go. In his head, right? Players. The other ones. <sighs> Knew everything that was going on with you. He showed up at that next hole, slammed it. But sometimes he did. Sometimes it was worse. His teeth, the ball would go left field. But again, he would go. Get it out of there. And countless times, countless times, he would get through that whole match and would win it or come from behind and almost win it. And it was this attitude. And it was this game face and this determination that he wasn't going to fall apart. And so many times parents would come up and say, we never know what's going on with Albert. He don't show any expression." And it's because he had to stay in his zone. He had to stay at game face. And when, as believers, we, gotta, we, got, we can't let our emotions just take us all over the place. We got to keep our game face. And, and then if you do fall apart, just okay, shake it off. Come on, let's go. But it's those people around you that you allow to speak game face to you, to speak let's go to you. That it, but if, you, if you're going to stay around the ones that are saying, oh, I, girl, I understand, I feel you. I know you should act just like, I don't blame you. Mm-mm. You don't want those. You want people to say, get up, let's go. I understand, but let's go. We got, we got things to do. We got, we got to fulfill this vision. That's going to happen. This is life. Let's go. We got the word of God. Keep pushing it. I feel you. You want to, okay, give me a hug. Let's cry, whatever. Let's go. We got to get this done. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about those lives out there that has never heard this, has never had the opportunity to hear that God loves them, has never had the opportunity. We can't fall apart. You fall apart, and then we can't go because I need you to go with me because I need what you have, and they need to hear what you have. If you're going to stay down here and cry, come on. Well, let's cry and walk at least. Come on. You know? That's the attitude we have to have as game players. Yes. It's like, let's go. I feel you. Everybody has pain. The man, Jesus, is in us. <laughs> he bore our pains and our sicknesses and all the emotional baggage that he knew would come with our pain. Because it does. But man, if we can get our eyes stayed on Jesus and his word, we will press through those, uh, those difficult times, the times that you feel like your relationships are falling apart, the times that you feel like your children don't care, that they don't give a hoot what you went through to get them here, the times that you feel like, oh my gosh, God is, you know, we need this, we need that, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus and your word, who are you? You are a child of the most high God 
the greater one lives on the inside of you. And if he was going to fail, he would have did it on the cross. And bless God, if that succeeded, so do I. I succeed. I'm a, I'm a success. Pastor talked about it's paid. It's paid. It is paid for. Your success is paid for. It is finished. What's finished? Your redemption, your preservation, your safety, your soundness, your forgiveness, all is finished. Receive it and walk in it. Look in that mirror. Declare who you are daily. I'm a child of the Most High God. If you have to do it butt naked, do it. Tell yourself who you are and whose you are. Amen? Because you are, you're something. You're somebody. You are God's favorite. You are God's blessed. You are God's redeemed, healed, healthy, whole, finished. That's who you are. That's who you are. You are amazing. And don't let nothing or nobody tell you different. Even in your mess ups. Okay, I messed up. Forgive me. But let's go. Let's go. I'm not going to hold on to the past to keep me from going forward. No. Not when it's paid for. Not when I'm forgiven. No. No. I'm not. What about you? I'm not. I'm not. Say, I'm not. I'm not. Mm-mm. No. Uh-uh. We, that's the attitude. Game face. Game face. We got to go. Lives are at stake. The devil isn't playing, and he's throwing everything he has. But he, it, what's the, you know what? He always, I thought about this. He points us to us. Right? Like he points me to my mistakes. And then he points me to others who are doing, not doing those, those mistakes, right? But he never points himself it to him, the mistakes he made, right? And then he never points us to Jesus, <laughs> who took care of those mistakes, and he's not going to. So we got to look at the fact and look at what Jesus did for us in our mistakes. We're forgiven. We're loved. So the gifts that's on the inside of you, man, God is ready and so willing and ready to do those things in you because we need them. We need them on the earth. So don't underestimate the power of God on the inside of you. Amen?